0: the panhandle news network the views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the panhandle news network wepm and wcst or west virginia radio corporation here we go welcome to panhandle live on wepm and wcst the panhandle news network panhandle live is brought to you by sutton and janelle attorneys at law visit their new location at 224 West King Street, Martinsburg, and online at suttonandjanelle.com. Here are your hosts of the 2022 WVBA Talk Show of the Year, Jordan Warner and Marsha Kavalik.
1: It is Thursday the 29th, and you're tuned into to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm, serving West Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses, uh... <laughs> With my goodness, their, thank you. With, with all, all their, their legal, legal needs, needs. Ugh. Visit Sutton and Janelle's historic location downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. you Can always find them at SuttonandJanelle.com. jordan nice weather alongside me, Marcia and I have way too much stuff running. You through wanted my head. to
2: say that they can help you with your cabinets too, mm. but that's another another sheet for another show.
1: Well, how's your morning going?
2: <laughs> Better yeah. than yours. There, <laughs> well, it's like. a
1: good morning, but it's a I just fake until you make it.
2: Kind of morning. No, Let's I just, just put, put it that way but um someone who can't fake because he's all about transparency joining us via phone West Virginia State Auditor JB McCuskey. welcome in Hey guys, how are y'all? We're good. Well, I, we're better now that the phone connection's working and and we're we're off and running on the show, but um you have a special event going on today, right?
3: Yeah, we do. So, um as you guys know, uh, you know, when I got elected 6 years ago, we made any transparency, uh, easy for me to say, right? Uh, We made transparency and and accountability for taxpayers our number one priority. And since then, we've created a network of transparency websites uh, with the centerpiece being the state of West Virginia. And every taxpayer uh, in West Virginia has real-time immediate access to every single one of their tax dollars uh, spending data. And we now have 40 counties that have signed up. Uh, We have upwards of 50 cities that have signed up. We have all 55-county school boards data on the site. uh, And we've been ranked as the number one most transparent state government in the United States. Well, that's Um, pretty impressive. Yeah, it's awesome. And and we have an election coming up. And the time when transparency is the most important is when people go to the ballot box. The biggest biggest plus to government giving taxpayers access to their own information— is that when they go into the voting booth, they can make an informed decision about whether the people that they've elected fulfilled their promises. Uh, And I think that 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 level of accountability gives voters uh, confidence to walk in and say, I support this person because I believe they did what what they said they were going to do, or I'm going to give this other person a chance uh, because I believe uh, in their new message, and then hold them accountable uh, in the next election. But today, uh, as you mentioned, what we have going on is the president of OpenGov, the CEO and founder of the company, um, is here to celebrate us being, uh, you know, so unbelievably uh, forward-thinking with their technology. So we have county commissioners and mayors from across the state who have joined into our transparency network, uh, and we're going to talk about ways that we can use transparency to make government smaller, more efficient, and more effective, along with making government. Uh, transparent and, uh, and and giving taxpayers the ability to hold us accountable.
2: I understand. Hand uh, handle, Commissioner Jefferson County Commissioner Tricia Jackson is one of those that was uh, that is scheduled to be on hand today.
3: She is, and we're so proud to have Tricia. She's been uh, an incredible advocate for all of the ideals of transparency, as have um, the other commissioners in Jefferson County and, and Berkeley County, for that matter, too. And, and we're working with some really awesome folks, uh, Sean Forney specifically in uh, in Morgan County, um, and, and the Eastern Panhandle in uh, so many other ways, as is this one, is, is helping us lead the way.
2: So you said uh, 40, 40 counties have signed on out of the 55 and uh, several municipalities, but how, how deep into the weeds does this information get? How detailed are these kinds of reports that folks can access?
3: Sure. So on the state level, um, the, the detail is, basically unlimited. Um, and so what you can get all the way down to is to seeing the actual document, uh, the actual contract. And so that actually isn't on the site yet. Uh, we actually have a data problem with that. There's so much paper uh, that it's hard to compress the data into PDFs to get it on the site before working on that. Um, but you have, the, you have the exact document number, which means as soon as you want it, you can email me at our office and we can get it for you post haste. Um, and, and it's interesting that you and I are talking about this, or the three of us are. One of the great utilities of these transparency sites is they're designed to allow media members who are really interested in holding and writing accurate, real-time stories about what the government is actually doing to giving them that access so that they don't have to go through this barrier um, of, of the FOIA process, right? Uh, th- this is This is your information. You should have access to it right now without... Uh, some bureaucrat or some politician Telling you whether or not you're allowed to, to have it
2: So our guest this morning Is uh, State Auditor J.B. McCuskey We're talking about a, a Transparency program and so If folks want to participate in this Or access uh, their county Or mu- municipalities Reports how do they go about that On, a, on an individual level
3: Sure so you go to wvcheckbook.gov uh, And on that Site you will have access to a myriad Of reports that we've pulled on top of all of the state spending, as I just mentioned, and the state's income, um, which is also really, really important as you are as politicians make make assertions about how our revenue is going and, and how money is coming in. This gives you a window directly into the state's financial system so that you can determine whether or not those people are telling you the truth.
2: OK, so um, I'm, I think I'm... it's
3: really, really important.
2: Speaking of whether they're telling us the truth, occasionally there are, you know, baked into the process, audits that happen. sometimes there are audits that are, you know, directed because of some event that happened or someone is uh, under suspicion. But uh, does does the West WestVirginiaCheckbook.gov have any access to some of the auditors' reports that, you know, independent auditors have done of a given county or organization? You
3: know interesting? I don't think so. Uh, but that would be a super easy thing for us to ask. Uh, they are available on the state auditor's website, Um, wbsao.gov. um But we've never <laughs> – nobody's ever asked if I could put the actual audit reports on the website. That's a really, really good idea. And, and as soon as I get back to the office on Monday, I'm going to see about doing that.
2: Wow. Thanks. Right. There you
3: so go. Do Way stuff. to go, Marcia. That's,
2: All you have to do is ask, I guess.
3: <laughs> well, that's – yeah, that's right. I mean, and that's, that's one of the, the great – we don't like to mandate things on local governments in our office. We could have said to all the counties and cities, you have to have a checkbook site. But what I found, especially in government, is having 45 willing participants is way better than having 55 unwilling participants. And what's been really um, eye-opening and awesome is watching our local government step up and say, you know what, this is a great idea. My, my um, constituents deserve this information. This is an awesome tool. Uh, and we're, we are more than willing to step up and become a part of, of this transparency revolution that... That we were pushing through West Virginia. And, you know, there were uh, there were some naysayers, obviously, in my office that just said, hey, you know, you need to make them do this. They're not going to want to do it. But by and large and, and to an enormous credit to all of our local officials, they've stepped up and said my constituents deserve this level of transparency. And I'm doing the right thing with their money and don't have anything to hide.
1: And we're speaking with West Virginia State Auditor J.B. McCuskey here on Panhandle Live. Unfortunately, uh, we're going to have to get into our first break here in a minute, so we're going to have to let you go. But thank you for joining us this morning uh, and being as transparent as you are.
3: Hey, guys. Thank you all so much. I hope everyone has a wonderful afternoon. I'll talk to you all soon.
1: All right, Thanks again. West Virginia Virginia State Auditor J.B. McCuskey. Uh, Good stuff there. Mm -hmm. And you gave him a new idea. All right. There you go. So if you ever want to weigh in, uh, maybe on an interview you hear us with, or maybe uh, just say what's going on, you can always text us at 304-263-4321. 304-263-4321. Got to give a a quick shout-out to our guy Doug yesterday Mm -hmm. for uh, chiming in, shooting us a text, and he got himself a shirt and some cups.
2: That is awesome.
1: It is pretty cool. So shout-out to Doug. But you can always text us 304-263-4321. 304-263-4321. Maybe you might have a uh, budding career down in or something at the auditor's office. What do you think?
2: I don't think you should wish that on me.
1: <laughs> You're not a, uh, not a numbers person?
2: No, not even a little.
1: Oof, I feel you there. <laughs> I get real nervous once I start seeing numbers. That's why I got into radio. You don't got to deal with it as much.
2: <laughs> and now you do um, play-by-play <laughs> yeah. and color commentary. Yeah,
1: again, no numbers. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, there are numbers, but nothing to, I don't got to do any math problems. Uh, you know, I
2: listen to, to Panhandle Sports Live, and you guys are really quick with the stats. And I'm very impressed by that.
1: Yeah. Well, I wish I could have used some of that brain power for something a little, a little better. I got mm-hmm. nothing. It's like one half is music, the other half uh-huh. is sports.
2: And you know what? You've monetized it because what right. do you do? I guess you're. Right. What do you do? <laughs> you're working you're in right. radio.
1: That's right. But if you missed any of that conversation with West Virginia State Auditor J.B. McCuskey, you can uh, listen to that a little bit later on over on our Panhandle News Network Facebook, uh, well, Panhandle Live Facebook and Spotify page, where we got a new cover banner. There, we got a new uh, Facebook profile picture, Marcia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're stepping up.
2: I. I love that. You did such a good job.
1: Stepping up. And we got that text line, of course. 304-263-4321. Uh, you don't guys send us anything important. You can just tell us your name and where you're listening from. We'd love to hear from you. 304-263-4321 yeah. is the Panhandle Live text line. But we do got to get to this first break. We'll be back uh, for more Panhandle Live on WPM
0: and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Welcome back to Panhandle Live. Here are your hosts, Jordan Warner and Marsha Kavalik.
4: There must be some kind of way. I-
1: Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton & Janelle. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at SuttonAndJanelle.com. I'm Jordan Warner. Alongside me is March Kabalik. If you missed it, for the break, we had West Virginia State Auditor J.B. McCuskey on to talk about, uh, well, all the transparency that they're trying to push for because that's a big deal when we're talking about mm-hmm. tax money and, what well, money in general. You want to know, especially us taxpayers, where it's going, what's being used for, and mm-hmm. where, you know, our money is. So it's always good to talk to him, and if you missed any of that, listen back to it a little bit later on but before you get into your news recap I want to remind people over on our sister station 95.9 the big dog we have the Ernie McCook show tonight at 7 30 special guests Dwayne Grantham and Marlon Cook very nice now
2: why is that especially a great get those two guys
1: well Marlon Cook is the best receiver wide receiver in all D2 football right now and Dwayne Grantham is putting uh uh, making a big name for himself his first year at Shepard after transferring from Lackawanna uh at the defensive position where He's a middle linebacker and can really do it all.
2: Was he in the PSAC last year at Lackawanna? Uh, no.
1: Okay. Not sure.
2: That's, that's Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: Not sure. Okay. I should know that, but um. Anyways, uh, and people Sorry. locally, it's fine. People I locally would um know that name, Dwayne Grantham. Of course, he mm-hmm. went to Martinsburg. He won a couple state championships there. One of the best athletes ever come out of there, uh, and now he's in Sh- in Shepherd. Getting ready to take on Shippensburg. I'm going to trip up on that all Saturday. Get, get ready for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he'll be at Captain Bender's. Him and Marlon Cook for the Ernie Cook Show tonight at 7:30. You can either listen over on 95.9 The Big Dog on the app, or you can uh, come on out and get some good food
2: mm-hmm. and and see Jordan in action. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's mainly to see coach and the players. You don't need to see me.
2: I don't know. Some Everybody people enjoy something. that, like behind the behind the curtain stuff. Um, so I I want to wear out our our new text line 304 304-263. Four, three, two, one. And um, one of the things I think would be fun for people to use this with is, uh-huh. is a news item that I want to talk about. Okay. And that okay. is what will, I'm sure, become a growing list of things that we cannot do this weekend because of rain.
1: Uh, hurricane Ian. We're not necessarily in hurricane territory here, but we certainly get the rain.
2: We do. Those bands, they would be coming, and they're expecting some rain over the weekend that's pretty much going to wash out plans unless something you know dramatically different happens. And so ahead of that, our friends over at the Morgan Cabin have uh, postponed their fall festival, which was supposed to be Saturday, October 1st. It is now going to be held Sunday, October 9th. Oh, good. So um, you can look on their Facebook page for more information. There should be a story up later on panhandlenewsnetwork.com. I reached out to them to say, hey, does this change any of the vendors or reenactors? And they said, we don't have that information yet. We'll release it as we get that, you know, because people may have the next weekend, is actually Columbus Day weekend. So a lot of fairs and festivals like Catoctin's mm-hmm. Color Fest is happening. Hedgesville is having its um, its um, days, um, Heritage Days, I think they call it. Apple Butter is happening in, Apple, in um, Berkeley Springs. So a lot is already on the calendar for that weekend. So, um, you know, some people might have other commitments. Anyway, uh, it's probably best to just send you over to the Morgan Cabin's uh, Historical Association's facebook page so that you can get the the latest information about who's going to be there i think it's still going to be a great time Mm -hmm. hopefully a little bit drier than if they had it on saturday
1: yeah if you got any events that are coming up this weekend that may or may not be postponed or that are already postponed that we haven't talked about like marcia said you can text us 304-263-4321 304-263-4321
2: um, another item making news uh, is that remember we had Maria Lawrenson on from hospice mm-hmm. the other day. Um, she's a pretty frequent guest, but she was saying, Oh, tonight, uh, this was on Tuesday, we're having our volunteer appreciation um, recognition um, dinner. And they had that. So the article about who got named the volunteer of the year, I won't, I won't, um, I won't uh, what's the word? Spoiler, Spoiler? for you. Yeah. I won't spoil it for you. But uh, this volunteer had. Uh, has accumulated more than 1,300 hours of service Oof. to the organization, 342 of them booked in the last year. Just to put it in perspective, um, remember we had volunteer services manager Katrina Stevens on, and she said that uh, last year alone they had around 8,000 cumulative hours wow. over their you know 150 or so volunteers. So hmm. very cool. That
1: is very cool. And they're going to have some good vendors at that too. Habaneros is going to be uh... – uh, catering that? Oh I think yeah, so she that said. was that was it, that already, was something happened. Else? Yeah, oh, it already happened. Yeah,
2: already okay. happened on Tuesday. So yeah, we missed we missed out on that. Dang but it. they did name the the volunteer anyway. So that that um, article is up at panhandlenewsnetwork.com. dot com.
1: I can always tell when Habaneros is open because there are just so many people. I think there might have been a line out the door waiting to get really? into the Habaneros yesterday. Wow. Mm-hmm. it was a nice day. Why not? They got great food. There's also a, cof- uh, a couple coffee shops look like they're open up in downtown Martinsburg too. Of course you have the one that's at Flowers Unlimited mm-hmm. that Robbie's talked to us about, Robbie Blair Main Street Martinsburg and then saw another one around the corner from Habaneros um that looked like a was a community cup coffee I think. I've seen it before but um it's essentially like what the Martinsburg Rescue Mission does with their thrift store, but it's a coffee shop. Oh, not with the rescue mission, it's something separate. But uh Kind of the same premise. That's neat. Yeah, it's pretty cool.
2: So you go in and your, your coffee purchase yeah. goes toward helping other people? Yeah. Very nice. Yeah,
1: I'll have to look that, uh, look that up again. But hey, I'm all for all for coffee places.
2: Speaking of Main Street Martinsburg, apparently they, they have gotten their um, quota of food trucks for the, the food truck fest. Really? They're, like I believe they're, they're all full up. Yeah, they've, com- they've got a complete accoutrement.
1: Oh, I did see that. That's gonna be a good time. That's what is that again? October. I think, think we got still got a few second. weeks. But yeah, um what I was talking about here: community cup coffee and more, coffee and more. And if I look at the sign that's on their door, um, oh, it's too small. Can't see it. But it does go back. Uh, let's see. We're working as fast as we can.
2: It looks like one fourteen. Is that Queen Burke. Street then? Oh, Burke Burke Street. Street.
1: Street. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. I'm I'm all for things like that, you know. Always give it back if you can, but it looks like it's going to be pretty cool. That uh, storefront is where that Lush 304 used to be, the clothing store that's now on King Street, mm-hmm. for those that are familiar. But, yeah, pretty cool. I love it. Give me all the coffee shops, Marsha. Give me all the coffee. Although.
2: Let's do the tour of coffee. Ugh,
1: had a rough coffee experience this morning. What happened to you? I won't. Uh, Was it in the office? <laughs> no. I won't dox where I went, uh, the gas station I went to get coffee this morning. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. But um,
2: everyone's doing the mental math right now. Which <laughs> coffee shop? They were
1: on King are Street, Also, so. gas stations. Yeah. But um, do, 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 but I do, went into do, this coffee. or went into this gas station to get coffee, right? And uh-huh. I'm a half and half guy all the way when okay. I'm to my coffee, half and sure. half or nothing. Um, and one of the creamer substitutes, I guess, that I dislike the most is hazelnut. I think hazelnut smells good, oh. but it tastes awful to me. Now,
2: I, I'm, I'm team you on that. Yeah. yeah.
1: So at the dispenser, I had half and half on one side, hazelnut on the other, right? That you can dispense out. Uh-huh. So I went to the half and half side, dispensed it, but I still smelled all this hazelnut. So I was like, maybe somebody spilled it and, you know, it was just in the air or whatever. So get the coffee, come back to the station, start doing some things. Uh, and I'm still smelling that hazelnut. I'm like, I swear if there's hazelnut in both of those things, because I absolutely used the half and half one. Uh-huh. I was like, if this tastes like hazelnut, I'm gonna be upset. Took one sip, tasted like I, there was a bucket of hazelnuts in there. Oh, sorry. So rough start. That's why I'm on I'm on my wolfish will fish for food cup today.
2: Okay. So you you had to settle for office coffee. I had to
1: settle for office coffee, which works, it's good. Yeah. But um man, I was looking forward to that one and then I got a hazelnut. You know, I
2: guess I guess the lesson that you learn is sip before you, you know, dip. Sit before you take off.
1: <laughs> Sit before you dip. I like that. I like that. But stick around. Coming up after the break, we get going with a yet another edition of our Meet the Candidates with Democratic candidate for West Virginia House of Delegates, District 93, Zandra Lansdowne. She'll be joining us here on Panhandle Live. So stick around after the break on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network.
0: It's Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST. Part of the Panhandle story for 75 years. Here are your hosts, Jordan Warner and Marsha Kavalik.
1: Welcome back to Panhandle time. Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full service law firm serving us Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at SuttonandJanelle.com. I'm Jordan Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. Marsha, I think I'm going to take a little bit of credit. I'm not going to take a ton. Take like 2% credit on the okay. fact that you are aware of the skate park here in Martinsburg and sure. all the things that they're doing because. As I've said a couple of different times on this show, my pipe career dream that I know I'll never get, but I will always want is be like a professional skateboarder. But there's a lot of cool things happening here at the Martinsburg DIY Skate Park, especially coming up.
2: Yeah. So we have so many cool things going on in the panhandle. And one of them is at the Martinsburg DIY Skate Park. They're having their their big event on October 29th. They're also doing a fundraiser because they really want to get ready for that and surface so that it's as safe as possible and uh could cost as much as $3500 to that and we're talking we we pre-recorded this so we already had this conversation with uh Crustodian
1: Crustodian is what Chris he's-
2: Owens <laughs> so we'll <laughs> let you listen to that
1: Marsha we have our uh, next guest joining us here in studio for a pretty cool event coming up
2: mm-hmm. I know that you're very interested in the skate park here the DIY skate park The um, skate park
1: here is so cool <laughs> It's so cool. Every time I drive by it, it takes me back to when I was a little kid trying to find places to skate because I was in love with, you know, all the Tony Hawk stuff, the Bams and, you know, the enjoys and the girl skateboards and all that stuff. And I was obsessed. And the skate park here in Martinsburg is exactly what my childhood brain always wanted to go skate.
2: Well, and it's called the Martinsburg DIY Skate Park, which should tell you a lot about the the grassroots efforts that have made it come up come to fruition. And um there's an effort now to improve it. There, um reading from the page, there are some unfinished foundations that could really use concrete surfacing for aesthetic, safety, and recreational purposes. They're hoping to raise funds to have the park ready to go in time for their event on the 29th of October, the Halloween Skate Jam. Here to tell us about it and how we can help is Custodian Chris Owens. Welcome in.
5: Hey, what's up?
1: (laughs) So before we start asking all the important questions What does custodian mean?
5: Uh, Custodian is basically a custodian who puts up with the most. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) So can you give us a little bit of the uh, story behind, at least as far as you know, the Martinsburg DIY Skate Park?
5: The story, um, it started out 2014, 2015, really humble beginnings. It started out with maybe a cinder block ledge right smack dab in the middle of the skate park. Um, And you know, whenever you build something like that, you kind of need to do some cleanup. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the cleanup came visibility and, you know, really ca- catches the eye uh, how it is now. You know, it brings you back to that yeah. place, like you say, as like how when you're a kid and it keeps bringing you back.
1: Oh, absolutely. Because it seems like, well, maybe not so much anymore, but especially, you know, in pa- in the past, People aren't too welcoming to, uh, you know, people skateboarding downtown or skateboarding in their neighborhoods and that kind of, you know, pigeonholes you to where you're just in a parking lot with nothing but just flat ground around you. So to have places where you can actually, you know, explore, experiment, you know, be creative is uh, pretty important.
5: Yeah, it's it's either one side of, you know, it's one extreme or the other, or, you know, it's like flat ground or you're bombing a hill and, <laughs> and getting road rash. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, with with this, it's, there's a happy medium that we all we all come to. Yeah.
2: So, how much uh, work and effort, sweat, sweat equity, I guess is the word. Um, have you guys put into this piece of ground?
5: Yeah. So, it's it's all been out of pocket, out of our own pockets. We've we've kind of been uh, helpless, uh, but out of helplessness comes hope and mastery. Uh, we have a lot of optimism about about uh, planning for, you know. For the future, there's a lot of hope uh, it, that, that we're trying to instill.
1: Thanks. I follow you guys, uh, the skate park on Instagram and on Facebook and things like that. And, uh, you know, seeing every, it seems like for the most part every day, but at least every weekend, there's somebody out there, uh, not just, you know, skating or riding their bikes or doing whatever, but they're actively either working on, you know, a ramp or on a ledge or they're cleaning up or they're clearing brush. I know you guys had a big thing this summer too, where you were, you know, taking Bunches of trash bags out, and that's because I feel like people that are just hearing, you know skate park skateboarders, they think that they're just you know delinquent, irresponsible, right? Just out you know throwing trash around and graffiti in and doing things like that. But that's definitely not the case, at least here in Martinsburg,
5: right? Uh, we're we're very community minded. Um, we all try to do our part.
1: Mm-hmm. It's very cool. It's very cool. But tell us about this uh, skate or the uh, Halloween jam that's going on at the Martinsburg DIY skate parks. It sounds like it's going to be a pretty fun little event.
5: Yeah. So right now uh, trying to raise money because we need, we need materials. Uh, there's exposed rebar and it's, it's already looking sort of like a haunted house. Um, <laughs> the way all the loose ends uh, still need tied up. Uh, the materials required, they're demanding on the handlers of the materials, uh, the concrete when it's mixed by hand it's uh, it emits volatile organic compounds and mm. usually you know we don't have we're not wearing masks or anything right. so i would like to see you know us getting a, a concrete tr- enough money getting enough money in for a real concrete truck so we don't have to uh, exert um, excessive mm-hmm. of force course. yeah
1: so how much money are you guys looking for like in a ballpark total
5: do you have that uh i'd like i'd like to uh, round up about thirty five hundred dollars
1: well okay and how can people donate if they uh if they're looking to
5: so i have a i have a gofundme page uh right now uh it's up on my facebook uh account you can you can find it there or at cj chrissy chris that's with two s's in the in the chrissy on my instagram Mm -hmm. on my instagram account um
1: And we'll make sure to post that over on uh, Panhandle News Network and the Panhandle app Facebook page uh, as well. But this definitely seems pretty cool. So with the uh, talking about the Halloween Jam itself, okay, is this going to be? Because I've seen like the Thrasher ones that they do and whatnot, and they uh, you know are all everybody's all dressed up and doing crazy things. Is that kind of what we're looking for here?
5: Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's (laughs) going to be uh, there's going to be costume contest, a skate contest, prizes are going to be out, uh, food truck, uh, yeah the whole yeah the whole shebang. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have some vendors with uh, West Virginia Vintage. He's he's kind of hosting hosting the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be West Virginia Vintage, Stick Buck Vintage, C, uh, me CJ, Chrissy, Chris.
2: And you're um, selling art.
5: Yeah, we're gonna be selling art and um, mostly mostly vintage vintage yeah. clothes. Um, Very cool. It's gonna be Evil Evil Twin Vintage. is gonna be there. Retro eight hundred eight. Duh. Live rough, die tough. Um, into intro. Very rare vintage store. Loose threads. No ego. Vintage. Trezo Beach. Mandy K. Robinson. Twelve. Skybox Vintage. J.K. Explosion and paint skateboards. Wow. If you want, uh, we have four uh, vendor slots still available. If if you want to uh, if you want to host your own uh, vendor stand, you can contact West Virginia Vintage. On their instagram or facebook That sounds,
2: sounds like a lot's gonna be happening can you tell the listener who may not be familiar where the skate park is
5: so the skate park is located um, on 310 north raleigh street um, it's behind behind the all nations outreach church mm-hmm. uh, if you follow that road back there then it'll dump you right in the skate park or you can turn off to the right and there's a visitor's parking space
1: no, I love this too, Marsha. On the uh event page, Martinsburg DIY Skate Park Halloween jam, which again is going on Saturday, October twenty ninth, eleven AM to nine PM. So it's all day long at the Skate Park, but it says Halloween themed, wear your costume, plenty of prizes, and hijinks will ensue, Marshall. Oh hijinks? hijinks? The
2: promising hijinks?
1: We're promising hijinks. Wow. So what what are we talking about? We're talking about hijinks.
5: Oh this, well, it's not. Without not spoiling about, it too yeah. much.
1: Yeah, without spoiling it too much.
5: Oh well yeah the whales the whales uh the rails they, they need waxed we're i mean we're not going to hijack we're mm-hmm. not going to hijack anyone um, <laughs> for their tricks right um,
2: nothing to get anyone arrested or really of course right course. we want
5: it to course. be a family of family course. safe event you know out drug and alcohol free mm-hmm. and um you know just keeping up keeping up you know positive you know embody positivity yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I think it's awesome. Uh, The skate park itself, just the physical skate park, I think is awesome. But then now that I've been able to talk with you and a couple different people, involved in the skate park, the amount of, you know, community stuff that you guys are doing, how, like you said, positive you are. You're not just out there partying all day and all night, you know, drinking and doing whatever. You're out there, you know, you're working on your craft and you're also bringing the community together, which I think is a very big deal. So, I uh, appreciate you coming in talking about the skate park Halloween jam.
5: I appreciate you having me on.
1: No problem. Again, that's happening at the Martinsburg DIY Skate Park, October 29th, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. with tons of vintage, uh, you know, vendors and things like that. Of course, uh, Chris's art will be on sale as well. Marcia you uh gonna go out maybe hit a quarter pipe or something like that
2: i would break my neck and then what would you do for a (laughs) co-host
1: i'd I'd make you be in here with a broken neck (laughs) definitely that would make the pictures way better with the neck brace (laughs) have a chris thank you for joining us today on panhandle live thank you so much marcia you still think you're gonna break your neck if you get on skateboard
2: nothing has changed <laughs> in the last like 24 hours not even, not even <laughs> I haven't suddenly hours. developed some great sense of body you know well,
1: like I was saying with Chris I think it was before uh, we started recording yesterday uh, over the weekend I walked past a skate shop and stared way longer than I probably should have until I finally said to myself you are too old to be getting on a skateboard anymore That's,
2: that makes me sad that I you know think that you're I still cold. might
1: get one and maybe somewhere down the line and just have to keep reminding myself that I'm riding it and not trying to jump off things and do crazy things
2: I bet if you Looked at the median age of some of your, you know, the the icons in the sport. They're oh, probably they're all, a lot older than you, and they're still yeah. probably out there, you know.
1: If you want a good uh, skateboarding Instagram page to follow, uh, Chris Cobra Cole, Chris Cole, uh, one of the best skateboarders of all time. He's always putting cool stuff up there. Uh, there's a ton. I How old is it. he? Uh, I would say late thirties.
2: Well, then that makes what you just said just yeah, but he's also been doing it
1: since he was like twelve. Okay, so.
2: I think it's a learnable skill.
1: I think so too. Maybe okay.
2: not I'll, for me, not I'll for bringing, someone like me. But I'll, like, I'll be
1: bringing the bike back. I still got, I got you on a scooter. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I got you on those bird scooters, which was one of the greatest things I think I've ever seen. I still have the videos on my phone of that. Uh, and I now I got to get you on a bike. I and then maybe a scooter. you know I ride
2: a bike all the but time, on like, like the the, the big road mo- bikes. Oh. Yeah,
1: get you on one of those, get you in the drop handlebars. I'll bring it back today.
2: I don't. I don't think the MPD wants to see me tooling around like <laughs> trying to learn how to ride that. So maybe in our parking lot.
1: Well, if you missed any of that conversation with custodian Chris Owens uh, <laughs> from the Martinsburg DIY Skate Park talking about their fundraiser coming up on October 29th. Uh, well, you can listen back to it a little bit later on, and then I'll make sure to put the link to their GoFundMe page as well uh, on our Facebook page, so you can check that out if you want. Because it's a great thing that they're doing there; it's great for the community, great for the kids. Gives them another outlet, uh, you know, to go do something productive and fun, and not, you know, get into the things that you don't want your kids to get into. So, uh, if you miss say that, you can listen back to it a little bit later on. But coming up after this break, we'll be speaking with Democratic candidate for West Virginia House of Delegates for District 93, Zandra Lansdowne, here on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network.
0: Taking local stories and sharing them with the four state. This is Panhandle Live. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law.
1: Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at SuttonandJanelle.com. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsh Kabalik. Marsh, our next guest is joining us for Meet the Candidates.
2: That's right. So uh, in studio, we have a Democratic candidate for the West Virginia House of Delegates in the 93rd District, Zondria Z. Lansdowne. Welcome in.
4: Thank you. Thank you for having me this morning. Thanks Absolutely. for being in
2: again. So, uh, you know, this is our candidate segment, so let's talk about um, about you and then some of the goals that you have should you be elected.
4: Well, I am Z. I'm just a letter. And what I really want to do if I should be elected is just fix things. I know there's some things that aren't fixable, some things that's going to take while to change, but I want to put it in the works. There's things as simple as, and I want to work for Berkeley County. I mean, I know it's a state position, but I want to target our area. For instance, our infrastructure, everyone's talking about it, but I don't think anyone's really doing anything about it. Um, it takes me half an hour. I live in a gallery to get to Walmart. Hmm. That is absolutely ridiculous. It's less than two miles away. The the congestion is just growing so much because our population is booming. We need to do something about our roads. We need to 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 stop some of the car accidents that's happening. I think it all needs to be relooked at. Um, the fact that we've got Clorox coming and we've got pg and G out there, we need to concentrate on how they're getting their water. Mm-hmm. You know, we weren't built for this great big humongous factories. That needs to be looked at. And I'm not talking just look at it, talk about it, and walk away. Something needs to be done before something can't be done.
1: Now, of course, uh, infrastructure is one of the big topics on people's mind. But also, you know, teacher pay and, you know, student loans and things like that. I mean, it's a big topic right now, especially with teachers that are, you know, leaving the state to go just across 10 miles up the road at less than that to get exponentially better paying jobs. So is, is that on your list? Is that something that you're trying to attack as well?
4: Yes, that is definitely. I have. Three top things, infrastructure, our police force, and our teachers. And there is not one more important than the other one to me. Our teachers are our future. They're our educators. They're the ones who spend more waking hours with our children than we do sometimes. They are so important. And the fact that they are leaving in mass is just scary. Mm -hmm. And we have awesome teachers here in Berkeley County. We need to keep them here. We need to recruit to get more teachers here. And I have all sorts of -of out-of-the-box ideas for that.
2: All right. Well, what are some of the
4: -the out-of-the-box ideas? Well, for instance, I say we recruit at the college level. Let's recruit at the high school level. Let's get them into training while they're still got their minds going. I think I might want to do this. And then when they get here, let's get them into our colleges here in West Virginia and pay for it. Have them sign a contract where they'll stay four years, five years, 10 years, wherever the magic number may be. And we pay for their college so they don't have a student loan because we don't pay enough for our teachers to pay back their student loans.
1: And we see that. Well, you do see that in different states, too. Not necessarily that specifically, but they'll kind of not necessarily rope teachers in for a long stay. But if they want to get their master's or continue their education, the school system. They agree to stay. Yeah, because they're going to pay for their, you know, uh, furthering their education.
4: I mean, I understand that we we can't meet the salaries of Winchester, Loudoun County, not even Hagerstown. Well, I'm not a fool. We know we can, we'll never be able to pay them the extra $40,000 difference, but let's give them the other benefits that no one else offers. Let's offer them health insurance and we pay the copay. Mm -hmm. You know, because I've talked to a couple of teachers that are having major problems with their, getting their deductibles down so they can get their families the medical care that they need. There's no reason our teachers should be working part-time at Walmart and McDonald's after leaving our school systems.
2: Uh, what about the brain drain? You know, it's it's a topic that comes up a good bit. That you know, our best and brightest tend to be drawn
4: out of state. Most definitely, and I say we be fishermen of men, and we draw them back. We we cut that line. Let's let's stop the mass leaving. Let's let's give them an incentive to stay here. We already love them, mm-hmm. but we have to follow that up with showing them we love them. Let's let's get their salaries a little higher than what we can. Let's give them those benefits of health care. Let's give them that free education. Also, let's take away their state tax. Mm -hmm. I feel like they're being double dipped. You know, Mm -hmm. they don't make a whole lot. And here we are going after them for their state taxes as well. We're already talking about getting rid of the state tax. Let's start with our teachers.
2: You also have some ideas about law enforcement and uh, the kind of training that they should have.
4: Yes. I am so tired of everyone targeting the police force. You know, first of all, we're all human and we're all just trying to do our best. And then it only takes one bad officer to ruin a whole force. We know that. Just like it takes one bad teacher, one bad parent. Let's let's try to work together. These people are risking their lives for us. We get angry and then when someone's breaking into our house, they're the first people we call. Mm-hmm. And we expect them to show up and risk their lives to save us. So let's give them some extra training. Times are changing. Our mental health issues are out there now. Let's get them some mental health training. Let's get them some customer service training. Let's support our police force and help them grow because they're leaving too. Mm -hmm. And we need to bring them back. They just got that 7% raise. Let's let's bring them back home. Let's let's get our police force as strong as it can possibly be.
1: And we're speaking with Democratic candidate for West Virginia House of Delegates uh, for District 93, Zondria Z. Lansdowne. Uh, now, tell us a little bit about yourself, because, of course, we just have a few minutes till we have to get uh, off the air here. And let Hoppy Kirchhoff do his thing. Uh, but what kind of separates you from the you know rest of the people that are running from the rest of your competition?
4: Me and my competition are polar opposites. I'm a people person. If you look for me any given day, you'll find me down the street on Martinsburg. I have my people of birth, which is a free grocery store, free clothing shop. Anybody can shop. We don't care about income. We don't care about where you live. We don't care about how you live. If you want to come shop with us, come in and shop. I give back to my to my people in my neighborhood. I give back to my neighbors. I want to be their voice. I want to get to know you personally so I can take what you're thinking down to Charleston. Let's get someone in there who can communicate with you and we can talk about what we want And not this big business thing that's going on. I want to be the people's person. That's who I am.
2: Um, Z, you also uh, wanted to, before we have to let you go,
4: talk about the, the blue and gold event, the gala. So I didn't have a whole lot of fundraisers. That's why you don't see any signs out yet. I have one large fundraiser coming up. October 15th. It's Saturday at the Holiday Inn on Foxcroft from 7 to 11. Tickets are $50. And it's a blue and gold gala. West Virginia Colors. And what we're doing is you can come any color you want, but it's a ball gown, tuxedo, nice dress, nice suit sort of thing with hors d'oeuvres and live music and a band and a DJ. And we're going to dance and we're going to do crazy <laughs> stuff. And we have a cash bar and we're having hors d'oeuvres and London broil and stuff. Salmon. And it's just going to be an amazing time. It's that one time in this area where you can just come out and show out to so everybody. I don't care if you're Democratic, Republican, blue, purple, red, everybody's invited to come. You can call me 304-240-2398. Again, the number 304-240-2398. Text me, call me, get your ticket. It's October 15th, and the tickets have to be paid for by October 7th. So I can tell the hotel how many people are coming. I can't wait to meet everybody.
1: So you got your uh, ball gown yet?
4: Oh my goodness! I got two ball gowns. Ooh, she's gonna make
1: one choices.
4: blue, one or one blue, blue, one gold. I'm trying to put them together. It's not working <laughs> out. Are you going to make
2: a costume change, like in the middle, like like they do for for the wedding and yeah. the reception? That's right? what my daughter said. She's like, "Well, come in in one and leave in another." There you go. <laughs> people wonder, "The wait a minute, wasn't she wearing something different <laughs> earlier?" <laughs>
1: okay, we've been speaking with Democratic candidate for House of Delegates for District 93, Zandria Lansdowne, uh, and we've been asking people. We still got a few seconds here. We've been asking people for our Meet the Candidates. Has it been crazy with all these redistrictings and? things trying to kind of figure out where to go and who to talk to
4: i've had so many training now i feel like i know my district better than anybody else i can walk the streets and know exactly i can stop at this house and that's somebody else's district wow
1: <laughs> so how has it been going uh, have you had time i know you're so busy anyways
4: I talk so much that I have not hit half the neighborhoods I want to hit because when I get to talking, I just like to stay. Right. Everybody's my friend. I just want to hang out and get to know people.
1: Say, hey, you might have a future in radio,
4: too, if you're into that.
1: <laughs> but again, we've been speaking with a Democratic candidate for West Virginia House of Delegates for District 93. Sandra Andrea Lansdowne. One more time, can you let people know where they can go to get in touch with you?
4: 304 240 2398. Or you can go to peopleofwharf.org or Committee to Elect Z Lansdowne on the web pages.
1: Perfect. Well, thank you for joining us this morning. And if you missed any of our uh, Panhandle Live today, well, you can listen back a little bit later on. We started things with West Virginia State Auditor J.B. McCuskey. Then we heard from the Crustodian, Chris <laughs> Owens, from the Martinsburg DIY Skate Park, talking about their big fundraiser coming up on the 29th. And, of course, we've been chatting with Zeke, with Andrea Lansdowne. So if you missed any of that, you can listen back to it a little bit later on over on our Panhandle Live Facebook and Spotify page. But for Marsha, I'm Jordan. This has been Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. This song's going to be a repeat for me today, Marsha. The sad, sad day. Sad, sad day. Coolio Indeed. passing away yesterday. But uh, wait we'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. I can't live a normal life. I was
0: raised by the shake. So I gotta be there with the hood team. Too much television watching got me chasing dreams. I'm an educated fool with money on my mind. Got my tin in my hand and the gleam in my eye. I'm a low-down to set, tripping, bank and my homies is down, so don't arouse my anger. Fool, they're ain't nothing but a heartbeat away. I'm living life, do or die, What can I say? I'm 23 never will I live to see? 24, the way things is going, I don't know. A WVRC media station. We're proud to live here, too.